This is a headgum podcast. This ain't that long term vision and investing. This is time to get that cake quicker than sexton. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to twin innovation. Howdy, folks, and welcome to a brand new episode of Twinovation with your host, Baby Davey. As always, I'm joined by my brother from my same mother, uh, El Jefe. And for the first time in the mud pet, the pig pen. What is his nickname? His nickname Ben, you came with a nickname. I did. I think I should be Ben the Grizzly Bear Young. Ben the Grizzly Bear Young. Not to be confused with Huff the Snitch. This is uh, Ben Young you might know from such previous stories as the coward who wouldn't help me with quest moving. <laughs> um, so Ooh. we kind of call him the cowardly bear uh, <laughs> behind his back. Um, ben, what do you have to say about yeah, backing Welcome to the out? show, Ben. Yeah, welcome to the show, of course. We're going to throw you right into the mud pit right now and say, why did you back out of helping with quest moving? It's, it's of course, you know what time it is, folks. It is time for the Beef of the Week. Beef of the Week. It's your beef, Dave? No, no. Well, that is a beef, but I know Ben actually came with an official beef. I did come with an official beef, and my official beef is with James Dolan, the Knicks owner, for not landing Kevin Durant or... Kyrie Irving. Katie's done. Yes, uh, and actually um, not taking a meeting with Kawhi Leonard, I think, as well, because he was so... Is he even involved in it, though, or not? I thought he wasn't involved with it anymore. Of course, we're talking about the owner of not only Cablevision, but uh, the New York Rangers, Madison Square Garden, and the New York Knicks, the most profitable franchise, sports franchise in America, $7 billion. Hmm. Uh, Maybe not seven. Maybe one. No, it's seven. It is seven. Yeah, um, that's all real estate, obviously. The Knicks might be the worst sports franchise of the last 50 years, Ben. Agree or disagree? I I 100% agree. And as a uh, long-suffering Knicks fan... What about the Buffalo Bills? No, Knicks are worse. Have the Bills won a Super Bowl before? No, but they've been to four since 1990. Yeah, really? The Knicks have been to two finals since 1990 and have been a joke since. And and when was it, 67? 73 was the last one. And so had they been to the championship between 73 and 99 is the question. Yeah, 99. We lost the Spurs. Right, but were they uh, contenders for the championship between the 73 championship? What year were they in the finals between 94, 99, right, yeah. of course. Um, but of course, you know, 1999 is 20 fucking years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the Knicks also haven't really gotten past the first round of the playoffs more than once in 15 years. Um, so I, I will say I'm glad you guys are letting me say this, but with our luck, Dolan will ban us. Yeah, from the, you know, I think a lot. And someone mentioned this to me. A lot of <laughs> NBA players, I think, might be upset that he kicked out the famous Nick Rocker, Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley, uh, and players don't like that shit. You can't kick out a Hall of Fame athlete from his own arena. But you know, this isn't a sports podcast. No, no, uh, it's not a sports th- podcast. A, should we should we even uh, say how we know Ben? Yeah, we know Ben. We've known Ben since. Um, uh, so we went to different elementary schools to start. 
knew him from basketball, and then we were redistricted to Ben's elementary school mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. fifth grade. Uh, and Ben, being uh, the premier athlete that he is, uh, became a gym buddy of mine. Or I should is say, that, is I that when you guys a- first started hanging out? No, we hung out before on the basketball court. Uh, middle school, we started working out, I believe. Miss Singer. Yeah, but I don't really recall too much fifth grade, sixth grade interactions. We were never in the same class. I think you're always in those uh, those classes where the kid's foot is a little bit shorter. <laughs> I'm, I'm, hey, take it easy, everyone. All right, take it easy. I'm being cool now. Uh, don't need the DMs. Speaking of DMs, this podcast is all about inventions, twin innovations, ideas, schemes, misdemeans, conscripts, hustles, any way you're making that money. We're here to help you. Guess who's number one up in the pig pen? He's my favorite because he's me. <laughs> he's baby Davy, folks. Clap it out for the king. The king is back, folks. Um, apologies also for not doing an episode last week, but uh, a holiday well, weekday. Yeah. It's the fourth. No one wants to hear schemes on the fourth. Yeah, you know, I wish we could say we did 200 episodes in a row, but unfortunately, uh, Jeff decided to make those, uh, those uh, what do you call those episodes, Jeff? Those um, no, The recaps, maybe. The, the recaps, best of. The best of. Yes, that's the best that, of. That people especially hated. Well, you know, I think uh, they appreciated the first one, then they saw the second yeah, yeah, one, the and song. they really <laughs> came out. Oh, you got to spread them out. I see what you're saying. But sometimes it's the minority that makes the loudest sound. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's the Twitter effect. Uh, just because you scream the loudest doesn't mean uh, you you are the voice of the people. Sure. Ben, do you have any thoughts on that? Ben's a politics man, actually. He he's, is. Uh, he wants he's a to mudslinger, say- right? You're a professional mudslinger. I'm a professional political operative. Yeah. There that sounds like, a, beautiful. like you kill people, though. Operative. He's a fixer. He's a fixer. A fixer. You should get a business card that just says the fixer. I would not mind that at all. And you don't have a bad stroke on you, Ben. What's your handicap these days other uh, than the foot? <laughs> handicap is four. Four. Um, and, and you know how to rock a sand wedge, don't you? Of course. Uh, both on and off the, the the green, but we'll get to that it'd later. Be a, it'd be a seven iron off. Yeah, seven <laughs> iron um, from, from the sand, folks. Um, DM us about that. Um, folks, allow me to pose a question. Please do. What's the best thing about being a little baby? Being a little baby. Well, well, yeah. Dude, uh, maybe naps. Narr- yes, Ben, you nailed it. Naps. And what's specific about the baby nap that... The adults don't get. Uh, the sleeping in the middle of the day? Yeah, for a while, Jeff and my father and most of the Rosenberg family sleep in the middle of the day. Oh, it's when it's hottest. Yes, um, so th- we all get to do that. But what, what don't what don't we get to do nap-wise that babies get to do? Jeffrey, Benjamin, mm, Pooper Bands? Suck our thumbs? Yeah, we can all do that. But what, what don't we get that they get? Milk. Mm. What does their bed have that we don't have? Mobiles? Folks, mm, the, allow the me to introduce the crib, the first Walls. king to queen size framed bed that rocks with you. 
All right. We're talking about big cribs for adults that rock you to bed, folks. Mm, All right. One of the biggest, um, and I know I've talked about it before, so I I hate to keep bringing it up. One of the biggest pseudoscience uh, e-commerce products right now are these um, weighted blankets, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And and I think the rocking can sort of progress. blankets. Yeah. I think the rocking can kind of coast off that, like, um, you know, a little, you know, just rock. Just rock for to sleep. It's a little bit of motion for us because I, you know, I actually sleep easier in cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to know that you know I'm I'm moving a little bit. But... So are you thinking of like a, one of those motel quarter machines? No, Jeff. Shakers? And I, no, I'm not. <laughs> this is a classy trip. <laughs> no, Jeff. Speaking of these things, um, you want something that physically moves back and forth. I want a big crib. It's a big crib. It's a king size crib. Is it back and forth or is it side to side? It's like a crib. It's uh, side to side. Mm-hmm. Right, but like the motion of the rocking is back and forth, or is it like a side, side to side? side. That's how the okay. crib works. Okay, like, right. like, a, like a hammock. Yeah, like got it. like a hammock. Um, so I mean, I I think this is like a big idea, and I, I almost wish I I could build it up more, but it sort of speaks for itself. I'll, I'll now open the floor to questions. Uh, so how much King uh, cribs? King cribs? Yep, a king size. So we're talking like a king crab. Yeah, so king crab. only only king size, or, or can it go down to queen? Yes. Well, what the the company is called um, King Crib, but we of course make our queen cribs and our twin so, crib lines. Jeff and I, of course, would. So have you a, could have a twin ovation crib line. You could, and we actually do bunk bed cribs. Hmm. So it's all fun, and they kind of act like um, reversing pendulums, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, if Jeff, can you explain the motion that I'm doing? Uh, it's kind of like a crisscross weave. Yeah. So think um, of a bug it seems almost like a like when like, you um, see like in Indiana Jones when right. those blades come out and slice your head off, or like in mini golf when you're trying to get it through right. The, like so, um, if like you're on the bottom bunk there, don't lean up, or you'll get uh, completely, completely chopped. Prices, of course. Um, we're talking about frames right now. Obviously, frames and mattresses are different things. We don't want to get into the mattress business. We actually think it's a bit uh, saturated right now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Not to say we wouldn't love some free beep, beep, beep. What's that? You know, like Lisa or um, uh, what's the other one? I got your uh, you know, sleepies. No, so but- is there... So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there like a licensing deal we can do with like Sealy, Simmons, or Serta for mattresses? Mm. For sure. Um, and that's in the works. I thought of this idea earlier today when I saw a crib at Walmart. So I'm working out the kinks right now. Let's talk pricing though, because we're, we're, this is high end stuff, right? We're not, this isn't poor people shit. Right. We're not selling this shit at Walmart. We're selling it at Bob's Discount Furniture. You know, still mildly Seems poor. Like there is no discount at Bob's Discount Furniture. <laughs> no, no, Let's just be no. clear about that. Um, so the king frame is going to cost you $700. How uh, big of a sway are we talking here, Dave? Well, I'm happy you brought that up, Jeff. That's all customizable. All my products are always customizable. There's a dial. Um, uh, and it just sort of, you know, it's very mechanical. We're not talking apps here. It's sort of, you, you know, those machines at the gym, Ben, where you, you just turn it and it sort of makes it harder to bike. Yep. Yeah. So it's like that. So it's how it sort of mm. tightens it up. So the rock, if you wanted to have fun with it, it does go 45 degrees. All right. 45 meaning In each like direction. It's, it's, so it's okay. actually going 90. Um, so think of like a right angle, but facing But down. the bed stays flat. No, it doesn't. The bed tips up with you? Of course. How? What's? What do you think is rocking? 
Well, but aren't you going to fall off the bed? It's a crib. Oh, there's it's a wall then. <laughs> there's boundaries, Jeff. Yeah. There's like a wall. It's a, well, it's a crib. That's interesting. So it doesn't stay flat. You're moving with it. Of course. You're rocking a bit. So aren't you just like tipping back and forth into the gates? Mm-hmm. And clonking around in there? <laughs> no, babies don't do that. We're snuggled in. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. What's your problem, dude? So what are the frames made of? Are we talking like mahogany wood? Yeah, we're, or are we talking talking mahogany, like... we're talking oak, we're talking spruce, we're talking maple. It's all wood. It's all wood. There's no and steel we source, or We're sourcing it all from the sleeping giant tornado wood that was torn down. Um, never forget uh, 2018 Hamden tornado. That's right. I survived it, even though I was in West Hollywood. Say you have someone I say was in sh- Michigan. You're showing someone the house, uh, <laughs> and and they want to see the master bedroom. Mm-hmm. You've got a massive crib in there. Well, you can if you're ashamed of yourself, and there's no reason why you should be. You can of course take off the sides and right. and lock it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this bad boy plugs into the wall, or how's that looking? Plug, Jeff. It's all mechanical. You don't need plugs for shit. So someone's got to rock you back and forth. Oh well, how do cribs work actually? How do they? work the rocking ones are they plugged in or i have not been a baby for 32 years we have sort of a mechanical clockwork inside Mm -hmm, mm that sort of just right so like a like a perpetual motion oh yes perpetual motion very nice essentially very nice um and we actually do um for the higher end deal is we we have a deal with rolex where we're um building custom grandfather clocks into the headboard Mm. Oh, that's pretty cute. Yeah. That's very cute, actually. With the custom not, grandfather clock, does it come with a morning alarm? Um, we find that to be a little white trashy okay. to have on a grandfather clock. But it will cuckoo, cuckoo. Mm. That sounds like a morning alarm of sorts. <laughs> it is. I was thinking about, <laughs> meh, 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 meh. But you got me on that, Ben. I'll give you points okay. on that. Points to you. That's well, uh, a new thing we're doing. No. Um, Two points for Gryffindor? Oh, my God. We're not recording. Two points for Just Gryffindor. <laughs> um so I'm really proud of this idea. I think it's got legs. I think it can move with you. I think we can coast off the fad of uh, the millennials who are working three jobs, one of them unpaid, two of them for $20 an hour, uh, sleeping seven hours a night, 15 hours on the weekend. You're Jeff's of the word. You're El Jefe's. You like mm-hmm. your, you're just not, he's, he's laying in bed watching TV from midnight to 5 a.m. That's and, not true. And, and if he rocks himself, I think he can save himself a couple, uh, a couple of Z's. Yeah. Grab them Z's. Yep. So, um, I'm going to send this around the horn. Uh, first up, I guess I'm going to send it to the chief queef, Jeff. <laughs> uh, I think it's a, a pretty snazzy idea. Number one, uh, you know, it, uh, do you see this working in tandem with, um, you know, your previous bet idea from a couple uh, weeks back? What was that? Um, some sort of camelback idea. That's not necessary. The separate ideas, separate and companies, separate ideas, um, yes, of separate course. Boards. Um, I, I do think it would be nice to get that rock, uh, and then you don't need to rock yourself to sleep and kind of, you know, in that fetal position, just kind of swaying back and forth. Yeah, especially for you single people out there i think it can sort of make you feel like someone's looking after you yeah so that's nice out there um yeah I'm, i think i'm in as a customer and investor dave i'm a big fan of the idea yeah, nice i will send it around to the cowardly bear <laughs> i will tell you i'm an investor <laughs> yes nice. but i'm not a crib guy so i won't be a customer but only about your bed at home box spring bed bo- frame box spring queen bed king. frame twin twin yeah you're, you're too big of a man to be on a twin don't you think yeah it's comfortable 
So Ben was sort of, I would say, my one-on-one enemy, my basketball enemy, an mm-hmm. arch nemesis in a good way. Who would win on those one-on-ones? Uh, ben would win early on. I it was very uh, Ben would I think win the majority of games, but then I got a little bit stronger, and I think we were starting to split them. I think it would come in waves, um, but we were a two-on-two team. I think it's I mean, been a I, while. I mean, remember our uh, see the junior year three-on-three tournament where we got to the semifinals against against the high school team, and then a junior s- year three. Where was that? That was at Hammond High. That was the infamous uh, Burt mm-hmm, Blum. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. We're good on that. We're good on that. And um, then our senior year three-on-three tournament at the. Yes, yes, of course, of course. We'll save that for the Patreon, folks. Of course. Sign up for our Patreon. Uh, Jeff and I are releasing some brand new content that we're excited about. Uh, And maybe we'll give Ben a Patreon show. Ben, what would you talk about? What would your show be called? Some type of mudslinging or the, the fixer? The fixer goes around to different plots of uh, uh, foreclosed houses in Hamden. and uh, well, That's put- a different type of fixer, isn't it? I mean, so you're thinking of like a cleanup guy for murder scenes specifically? I guess, yeah, if you want to talk about that. Um, have mean, you ever seen a dead body? No. Remember when you hit that deer by my mom's house? Yeah, I saw, I've seen animal dead bodies, yes. Just but not. you killed that one, no? I did hit it with my Izuzu Rodeo. Mm. And do you remember that guy that came out afterwards? Remember what oh, he said? Oh, he was so white trash. He was like, it's your kill. If you want it, you can have it. <laughs> and then what did he say? He came back and he was like... Uh, he was like, oh, you hit it with your car. All the insides are exploded. The meat is bad. Oh, uh, what did he think? Uh, like you wanted it for <laughs> taxidermy reasons? No, he I was going to eat it. He yeah. was going to eat it. He thought someone shot it. Uh, kind of forget get that we're if you want that we're kind of stealing the country you know you forget that when you know being a big new york city guy yourself <laughs> jeff but mm-hmm. we sure do got our uh is rednecks racist can you say that people say it right yeah, yeah, they're, rednecks, yeah is rednecks is fine like they're trump supporters we can call them whatever we want ben of course a huge pro-trump dude um <laughs> new folks new <laughs> uh we try not to make this political but uh ben quickly out of the democratic nominees who who do you want to win president and vice and who do you think will win president and vice for the democratic party and then who do you think will win the whole thing I would love a Warren Harris ticket. Ooh. Um, I think that's a lot of a lot of superpower at the top and at the bottom of the ticket. Who do I think it'll be? I think we'll probably end up with a Kamala Steve Bullock ticket because I just don't know if the country is ready. Kamala, for, yeah, I like that for two females at the top of the ticket. So you think uh, Kamala? I thought it was Camilla. It's Kamala. Kamala. You think Kamala has a better chance than um, Elizabeth Warren? I think in a general election, I think she does. Uh, Interesting. Very interesting. Um, And then both of them against Trump. Would love that. Who I'm saying, Elizabeth Warren versus Trump and... I would love Elizabeth Warren versus Trump, but I also... you think either of them, who do you think beats Trump? Because to me, Biden meets Trump, but we're not going to (laughs) make it political. Biden has uh, easy chance. Biden's done. He's Uncle Biden, Joe, bro. He is Uncle Joe, but Uncle Joe has foot and mouth disease. Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, I'm with you, but of course I would support anyone. He's got to put his foot in his mouth. That's what he's got to do. do. I, th- I think any Democrat will beat Trump come November 2020. Well, we'll see. Um, of course, that type of attitude got us into the situation we're currently in, so uh, never overestimate the power of stupid people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Who do I send it to? Do I send it to Hefe yeah. or do I send it to uh, like Mama Bear 2.0? <laughs> I, I think, think it's I'll the Grizzly Bear. Yeah, we'll 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 Hefe. <laughs> uh, for uh, second up in the pig pen, he's um, the cutest little boy I've ever seen. And that's only because he looks like me from four years ago all the time when I was younger, sleeker, slimmer. Uh, he is El Presidente of La Herferación. Please take the floor, El Jefe. Everyone clap yes, out. Thank you. Guys, I want me to be able to pose a question. Dave, you and I were wearing uh, similar things earlier today before you put your fireworks uh, shirt on, the, correct? The tank tops of sorts? Yes, we were wearing tankers. Yeah, tanker. Or are we not? Because it's a hot summer day. Tanker. Uh, she peaks at, you know, about 2 o'clock, getting in the 90s maybe. Uh, say you were out, say you didn't come back home and and you wanted to hit the bars you know and That's maybe tough maybe you know you don't want to be the guy in the tank at the bars because right? you don't you don't want to be party dude when it becomes evening where you know uh you, you don't want to be the guy at the bar at 8 p.m wearing your michael jordan jersey sure sure then you look like the guy you know who uh Who's ready to fight? It's not a classy move. It's an aggressive it's frap, move. It's a frat boy move. It is a frat boy move, right? So, what if I were to tell you there were there were a way to circumvent that issue? Okay, is, is there uh, something with fence happening in, here? Introducing the tanker dapper. Okay, and Ooh, what the tanker dapper names. does is you, you see the lining on 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 the armpits on yeah. the sleeves. What we do there. Is that simply unfolds down into a full sleeve, like like um, not a, a rain full sleeve, jacket, a, a like short the hood sleeve. of a rain jacket? No, it, well, it's a short sleeve. So, oh yes, like the hood of a rain jacket. Yeah, like that's a zipped zipper. up inside the little pouch. Okay, so what you do is you simply kind of pull that, kind of like a shade, you know? Yeah. Oh, interesting. And you can pull that down, and that's on both sides of the arms, and then even actually around that crew neck, uh, that'll, oh, that'll, that'll, that'll unzip, and you can get a full collar. So all of a sudden <laughs> you're in fun, you're yeah. in a polo now. That's really of, fun. Instead of that beater, like instead that. of that tank top. Um, I, of course, a, a trend when we were growing up were the pants that also became shorts. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It's interesting that you've never seen this, Jeff. Now, are you thinking um, the tank is an athletic tank and then you can go to a, a golf polo? Or are you thinking yeah, I'm thinking more, more, more a crew neck t-shirt? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, no, no. It would be kind of a, 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 a golf polo. Yes, yes. Right. Can I suggest a name change? Oh, please, Ben. Yeah, interesting. I call it Sleeves Optional. Sleeves Optional. That's uh, a slogan, I think, more than a name. Okay. Yeah, Fair yeah. Enough. I don't know if it's fully there with the Tanker Dapper because we're going for that dappy look, you know? Yeah. Um, Tanker and Dapper. That's going to cost you about $24.99. $24.99 works for me, Jeff. Are we talking, what kind of fabrics are we talking about? Uh, we're going to go for that, that nice kind of synthetic look, you know, with a, l- a little bit of, it's wicking and it's got a little bit of sheen to it. Not too much though, you know, just a, a, a nice, enough, sh- enough a sheen so the coat. fabric's not getting wrinkled when it's zipped up. That's exactly right, Dave. Because it's, it's we're going for, yes, a, a, a wrinkleless fabric, yeah. yes. So we're not talking 100% cotton. We're talking like the poly cotton blends. Yes, a blend of Modown, indeed. Some spandex too for the stretch. I mm-hmm, think mm-hmm. that's exactly right. And so you know, you kind of set it and forget it type of ruling there. You know, um, 
I'm a little, I'm, I'm bittersweet on this idea because I think it would make a great live show product. Uh, but maybe that's something we can do in the future without people getting mad at us. Um, Re redo the idea during a live show? Not redo it, but show off a previous idea that was uh, comes to fruition. Uh, I don't know if anyone saw it, but I actually put a job application out there for uh, engineers and designers. Mm -hmm. So uh, reach out to me, uh, Mike Fowl, our current resident engineer uh, of um, chemical yeah, nature chemical, uh, he actually um, sent his resume in it was very awesome very great um, we're thinking about making him a team leader of mm -hmm. the engineering department with the focus on the chemicals of course uh, and his lovely girlfriend who came to the Chicago show she will be our um, head of um, uh, public relations yeah, head, of, uh, head of public relations and communication uh, ben, we had a show in Chicago two weeks ago. I heard. I heard it was awesome. Oh, um, have you been listening to what's the most recent episode you've been on or heard? Oof. Has it been a while? It has been a while. Mm -hmm. Is the, our most recent episode uh, because we didn't do one last week, the Chicago episode? Is it? Maybe. <laughs> That's interesting. We haven't recorded together in a month, I feel like. Yeah. Huh. I think maybe the last one was when Mulia was on. That you listened to. That I listened to. I got you. So maybe 10 weeks back. Um, Jeff, fantastic idea. We're going to send it around the dapper. horn. Yes, yes. Um, King Ben. I am uh, I am in as an customer and an investor. I love that, Ben. I really, really yes, love that. Yes, I am actually surprised it took 207 or 8 episodes to get to the zipper sleeveless shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, Tapper Dapper? What is it? Yeah, the, the Tanker Dapper. Tanker Dapper. Uh, Jeff, I'm in as a customer investor. I think that's fantastic. I appreciate that, brother. Finally, Ben. Your time has come. You've been begging <laughs> us for four years. Uh, Mike Carnell literally had to leave the podcast for you to get a <laughs> shot to take the Mama Bear throne. It's why, the, it's why the Grizzly Bear's here. The Grizzly Bear. What do you got <laughs> for us? So I, what I got is I got a scheme of a century, boys. All right. So, we'll have a good scheme. Let me pose you a question first, though. Please pose Dude, us. What is the worst thing about working in corporate America? Uh, the people are robotic, monotonous. There's no culture. The food call. is bad, stale. They call you on nights, weekends. Mm. They yeah, undervalue suiting up women all the time. You got to dress Jeff, to impress. Oh, Jeff, Jeff got it. The, the suiting up. And as someone who's had to buy many suits, that shit's expensive. Yes, yeah, it, is. it is. Yes, it is. Well, you're talking about at least for a nice food. It's got to be 200 at least. It's more than that. It's yeah, like yeah. three or four. Right, right. But I found a loophole. Interesting. So a couple of years ago, yeah. I was in my friend Joe's wedding. Right. And he had, he had ordered suits for all the groomsmen right. to go get fitted. And... At the end of it, when we came out price wise, it was like one fifty a suit mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because he was buying, was ordering in bulk. Right. The bulk deal, of course, bulk deals buying so, volume, Costco. So what I was hoping for was our buddy Kit was going to have a formal wedding, right. right? And we would all be in the wedding party. But Kit did a less formal, awesome wedding, yeah, by the way, a couple yeah, of weeks well, ago. Slid mm -hmm. hard weddings. <laughs> so, easy, David. Huh? All right, so let me easy, easy boy. <laughs> So, what I thought was you get seven of your friends. Yes. Or however many you want in your wedding party. 
Uh, is, that, is that air quotes around wedding party? That is air quotes around wedding party. So Men's Warehouse and Jossie Bank will probably now right, need to see right. a certificate. But you say you're all in the wedding party. We all fill out different mm-hmm. different forms. Say we're in it, right? And we can all get suits for cheap. Yes, because you're cheap. essentially cutting in half when you're buying in bulk. bulk. And so yes. you get, let's say. Um, a wedding party is probably six people at right. the minimum. Yeah. And you could probably get away with five, too, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look like a big enough loser. Um, <laughs> I think five is kind of yeah, four is even standard. I four, think four, four could yeah. be standard. But I, I, uh, I imagine, Ben, and I don't know if this is true, the more people you have, does it become cheaper at that, that is, stage? That is my assumption. I assume if you have a 10-person wedding party. All right. Mm-hmm. You're going to be getting your wedding suits away. Right. And so, but what you need to do with this idea, right, Mm -hmm. is so, Jeff, you're going to have your wedding. Right. We're all going to have gray suits. Right. Dave, you're going to have your wedding. It's going to be like a navy blue blend. But I I think you can even usurp that and just be like, hey, I've told them they can all get whatever they want. I don't even think it has to be the same color every time. But see, if I I think if you if you don't do with the matching color, that was my my what might trigger them to think this is a red flag. They just want to push suits no matter what. They're making money off it no matter what. But people aren't wearing different colored suits in the wedding party. Yeah, I feel like it's like whatever the groom and the bride gets to choose whatever the... So sometimes you'll have like the bridesmaids that will wear like pink, purple, and shades of a certain color. Yeah, but I think it's customary for the men to wear the same Yeah, the matching suit. right. I'm just throwing it out there. No, I understand. And we're we're talking back. The other thing too is we all need to make sure that the suits are also ones that we can transfer to business. Right. So right. therefore, and what's the difference? Because the the groomsmen aren't wearing tuxedos, are they? At no. this point, no, because no. you don't have to. Right. Unless you're a really super fancy old money right. family. And so a suit, a suit, right? Does it in every suit you wear at a winning transfer to the job world, or what I, would you say is the difference? I think if you, I think if you're getting a seersucker suit, you're not wearing right, that yeah, into the sure, business for world. Right. For sure, unless you're one that's of those white shoot uh, and if Wall it's a, Dallas guy and if or it's and if it's a purple suit, you're not wearing that mm-hmm, to work. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it needs to be the business color blends. I gotcha. People don't really wear black in the office, do they? Is that sort of too businessy? I think some people it's like a don't. Lawyer thing, I feel. But like. I also think too the people that. The people that wear black are more intimidating in the office. Are you wearing suits or are you wearing blazers with pants? Um, I'm wearing blazers with pants mostly. And the suits the, are on the big days. Big right? days. And I will tell you, though, that on the on my day-to-day, though, the reason why I do what I do is I can wear shorts and a t-shirt and no one's going to say shit. There you go. And so what percentage of days are you wearing a tie? Let's ask me. Yeah, let me ask um, you Most per- percentage I'm wearing a tie. You wearing shorts and a tie? No, no, ten percent. Shorts on the top. I'd say Ben would wear that. You know he would. Ten percent. I'll find a a picture. Picture of you with shorts and a tie. Ten percent. I'm wearing. uh, I'm wearing a tie. Forty percent. I'm in khakis and a button down with a with a blazer if i need it because mm-hmm. you're on the phone are you trying to um sort of uh trickle people into donating money to the democratic party that the ideal i do um, i i i don't i don't make those fundraising calls my candidates usually do ben i love your idea and i wanted to hate it um did you pitch it yet or not i forget i 
dead. We're calling it yes. suit up. Suit, suit up. up. Suit up. I love it. Um, so does this work with ties as well? Oh yeah, because I mean, like, if you're in a wedding party, you need a tie. Mm-hmm. You can you yep. can kind of take, so take them to I'm, the bank. Yeah, you can, so, get, you can get five ties even. Yeah. So what I think what I think what we can do though is we can take this scheme to a global level. Okay. We put it. We create a website. Yeah, an app. It, an app, and you just find a it, friend. It, essentially, a, yeah, and you find a friend who's who needs someone to fill out the wedding party, and you switch it with theirs, and it's a subscription service. Yeah, and we do all the work with Men's Warehouse and Jose Bank. You're right, because I guess you don't need to show up. Because say you live in Denver and you're going to the wedding, you're going to get you're going to go somewhere else. Yeah, you're going to go to a Men's Warehouse yeah, yeah. in Denver. Right, right, right. And so you would just do like. Um, you know, once your size is in the system, then you just go and pick it up. You don't even need to be with your friends. Right. You don't even need to have friends at this no, point right. on the global just, scale. You can, just, no, you, you, you can just sign up to anyone's suit up wedding party. Yeah, Ben Young Stag Party. Join the team. The guest list is open up to 15 people. <laughs> Come get you first. I'll, I'll clap that out. Yeah, I will clap it out. Um, Men's Warehouse is obviously the big one. Is a is a is a Burlington a Macy's perhaps? Yeah, uh, I mean I think it's uh, Men's Warehouse. Black Tux is Dang. that new Black one Tux. as well. Black Tux is what we use for Jake and Carnell's wedding. Mm. Um, similar, but uh, they would rent um, tuxes out to all the groomsmen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so more of a but rental. They would strategy. send it to you in like little briefcases. Right. Um, I would like to highlight while we have Ben on the show, Ben. Uh, 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 what comes to mind is Ben had this funny little scheme. You're a bit of a prankster in the office, if I remember correctly. <laughs> and you, had, I don't know uh, if I know this one. Um, oh, did I not tell you this? This was a funny oh, one. You already know what it is. Take the floor, oh, please. Story time. Is yeah, this? Uh, is this the uh, temporary? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. So last election cycle, um, our campaign was, you got to have fun, right? Like you can't just have an everyday work stiff environment. Yeah. You got to have a locker room type of environment. Uh, Less locker room, but more all in good fun. Yeah. Let me know what I tell you. So my finance director, who's a really good friend of mine now, has major FOMO. Yeah. So I decided when I knew she was going away for a few days to order temporary tattoos with my name on it nice and that's a cool service by the way you found that online i did i did custom temporary tattoos it one of my stupider spending things but you know what it's completely worth this whole podcast is about stupid spending things was it under ten dollars no 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 this was a fifty dollar investment for for for, for lots of no it was it was 10 tattoos for 50 bucks Mm -hmm. but it was completely worth it so we, when we knew she was going away, we all pretended to go out and get drunk and then take a photo in front of a tattoo parlor right? in which everyone on the staff got matching Ben Young tattoos on their arms. <laughs> and <laughs> but, the, the crazy thing is that she would believe everyone got a tattoo she, that said Ben Young and then she would feel bad that she missed out she on did, it. She did. She did. She got very upset by it. I had to. Because uh, she wanted a Ben Young tattoo no, as well. No, it was missing out on the experience. Right. Of course. Of, of course. Of, of watching us get fake tattoos. That said, in order to prove that the tattoos looked real enough in a photo, mm-hmm. you needed um, high I had to, they were high quality, but I also had someone slap my arm. So it's a little red. So it's a little you shave though. I did. Smart. I wow. did. I bought. I, I went into this thing 
hook, line, seeker. The one, the one joke that was on me was we then had fundraisers for the next three days. Yeah, and, and now it was everyone like, looks like they're a part of your, uh, your uh, cult. No, no, my staff didn't go to him. It was just me and my finance director, and it was like ninety degrees in every room, and mm. I had to keep my sleeves up so it didn't look like I was an idiot who got his name tattooed on his arm. Like if lost, called Ben. <laughs> right, right. Uh, lost. Ben, do any stories come to mind? Uh, not particularly uh, of Jeff and I, but of high school that Jeff and I might have uh, been involved in any uh, hits come to your mind Ooh. for story time perhaps god i think uh, parties that aren't too embarrassing i'm trying to think we hung out in high school i have a tbi so i'm hoping to you can jump in i mean um, i think one of our we have interesting lives we did i think we had a kid put a cigar out um on his leg in the house that we're staying gary Husler. gary mm-hmm. Husler. right now he's currently a doctor i believe in san diego uh, he put a full cigar out, burning cigar out on his thigh. Oh, thigh yeah, that was and, brutal to uh, watch. That wasn't. Some, I'm not into that stuff, but I'll watch. Um, so maybe so, I am into it. So I think the saran wrapping a mattress to Emma Bergman's car when we were seniors was hilarious. Well, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Who was a part of that? I don't believe it was, I was a part of that because she actually. Um, uh, I was not allowed anywhere within the vicinity of her for some <laughs> um, middle school trouble that she got me into. Middle she, school trouble? Yeah, I, I said she, I asked her why she was wearing a diaper. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, turns yeah, out it's one I of kinda, those maxi pads, I imagine. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then I called her diaper girl, diaper girl. <laughs> You sure you weren't part of that? Because I rem- vividly remember you and Jeff there. Well, Ryan, Will, and I saran wrapped the car. No, it was more of a Molotov steal, cocktail. Uh, yeah. Didn't we go to her house one time and steal a bunch of campaign signs from her lawn? No, we did that, for... and then we replaced them with uh, Bush Cheney signns. Right, right. And who oh, was right. running at the time? Uh, uh, John, John Kerry. Car- John Kerry. Uh, what else? I, I do remember uh, Dan stealing a toilet seat and putting it in the parking spot <laughs> of the principal. Do you remember that? You that was donuts in that truck. Yes, I remember that. Maybe we are white trash too. Yeah, huh? sounds like oh, it. Sounds like it. Um, what else we, did we? We are actually preparing. We just got back from the plaza, and we were preparing for a Mulio Babulio birthday. It's a July twelfth birthday. Um. Maybe a bunch of people could follow. I think Mark has an Instagram. Maybe follow him on Instagram. Wish him happy birthday. I like that. Uh, I think it's it's like a Mark Rosenberg one. Search search friends of Twinovation or of Jeff and me. Mm-hmm. I will say, Mulio is an amazing Will Ferrell trivia person. Yes, you and Mulio, who have a, of course is our older brother for any new listeners out there. Um, uh, ben and Mulio. What do you mean, Will Ferrell team. trivia person? They basically would say the character Will Ferrell played, and you had to give me give us an example. Um, Cam Brady from the campaign. Cam, oh, so they oh, would say Cam we'll Brady. See, we'll say the name and let Jeff and I guess. Okay, so Cam Brady. The campaign. Okay. <laughs> um, That's why he was in that class. <laughs> uh, Ricky Bobby. 
Uh, yeah, Talladega. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. pretty easy, right? Yeah, well. Ron Burgundy. Yeah, Anchorman, of course. Uh, um, What was his character's name in that movie? Hold on. This is going to have to be a quick IMDb. Yeah, that's fine. Jeff, in the meantime, you and I can talk. Um, I went to the gym the other day, Dave. Do you notice any difference? I didn't notice. I, and I also know you went to the gym because they let you borrow my pass. One right. Yeah, that's an original scheme. It is. The twin scheme lets you uh, um, essentially get gym prices at half price, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's we only just need if to Jeff paid me for it. So. Chaz Michael Michaels. Oh, that's Night at the Roxbury? No. Chaz Michael Michaels, no? no. Nope. Um, is it Jeff Ladies Man? Nope. Step Brothers? Nope. Mark got this? Mark got this right away. Chaz Michael Michaels. Is it the, what's the um, ice skating one? Is this good podcast content? Mm, I don't know. Who gives a shit, right? I don't know. Reddit, Reddit will let us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, Reddit's pretty mean. Um, no, but Reddit's actually nice now. Yeah, uh, a bunch get, of people that live in their basements. Oh, no. <laughs> you're going to get shit on, Ben. People. Yeah, yeah, like I go on Reddit. Yeah, oh, <laughs> you said they were mean, though. You did say As they were if mean. You do so, go on you do. Um, folks, we're going to take a little break, uh, and we'll be right back after these messages. Oh, yeah. Howdy, Jeff. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, please do, Davey. Do you run your own business? I try to. Well, I do, folks. All right. And what you're going to do is you're going to need help, right? Because a lot of you are struggling out there with those to-do lists. Mm-hmm. There's only so much you can do. And guess who's here to help? Honeybook. When you started your business, did you dream about all those admin tasks? No. Like uh, drafting proposals and contracts, tracking down payments? Mm-mm. That wasn't part of your vision. You need Honeybook, all right? They're an online business management tool that organizes your client communications bookings, contracts, and invoices all in one place. Oh my god, I love it. They can even consolidate services you already use, like your QuickBooks, your Google Suites of the world, MailChimp, Gmail, Excel. They're the number one choice for client business management for freelancers and business owners. Mm -hmm. And right now, HoneyBook is offering our listeners, guess how much, Jeff? Mm, 10. No. 25. Don't even. 40? More. Couldn't be. It is. 50% off? half off your first year with promo code TWINS. Payment is flexible and the promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually. Go to HoneyBook.com and use promo code TWINS for how much, Jeff? 50% off your first year. That's HoneyBook.com promo code TWINS. TWINS. Yes, folks. Um, of course, the Twinovation Show um, is all about those schemes, dreams, and misdemeans. And one of our favorite parts of the show is seeing what's going out in what's going out on in the real world today. Today, 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 which brings us to the catch, catch of, of the, the day. day. Reel it in. Get in there, Ben. Reel it in. Get back. Reel it in. Reel it in. It's the k- 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 catch, catch of the day. day. Love that. And today we actually have a very great. Ben, look at this thumbnail. Isn't it great? 
That is. The title is A Rear Bird Spotted in England Turned Out to Be a Seagull Covered in Curry. <laughs> uh, and it's a beautiful, it really is a beautiful, Jeff, do you see this? Yes. It's, it's a beautiful orange bird. Uh, it was brought to the did Wildlife they, Hospital. Did they? So the bird got sick because they painted it with curry? No, I think uh, it's unclear how it got covered in curry. It probably got into like a bag of, uh, you know, someone throwing out a bunch of ingredients, yeah, yeah. started tossing it around. But, but essentially people thought it was an exotic orange bird. Um, and then of course in England, they only have boring seagulls and boring curry. Well, I wonder spices. if we can... Um, seagulls would look a lot they better. They do look a lot better orange. Maybe was, we can kind of splice the DNA a little was, bit. Well, there was an art project. They did it in uh, France a couple years back where they used some sort of toxic-free, of course, watercolors, and they painted all the seagulls, and they looked beautiful. Really? So I don't know how PETA feels about that, but... Mm-hmm. I also think we should be painting the leaves on trees. You do. Yeah. Don't they kind of turn themselves, though? Yeah, uh, you want fall foliage all year round? Yeah, summer. You want well, that actually summer. sounds pretty nice. Yeah, summer That's foliage. A, so it sounds like a brutal job for someone, though. Well, maybe they're fake trees. Yeah. I like that, Dave. I like where your head's at today. Thanks, Jeff. Um, so, you know, that's the deal there. Uh, that's the catch of the day. Uh, that's how we do. And then, of course, the next segment of our show, because uh, we're very organized, is the listener submissions. We like to call them Twinovation fans, the, the nation, if you will. Yes. Um, uh, of course, there are multiple ways to get your submissions read or played on uh, this podcast uh of course we prefer if you would rate and review us on itunes uh you can drop your pitch in there uh but of course you can also email us at ideas at twinovation.biz uh dm us on twitter instagram facebook um or you can call a very special number jeff do you know what that number is i believe it's one six four six nine two six ten ninety two beautiful Nice. nice. I love it. Uh, Jeff, I, I think you're sort of our twin of voicemail oh, guy. Of course, right? of course, Dave. And, you know, obviously this is where the, the nation reaches out to us because it's time for the nation to rise, rise up. up. Are right, you ready for the first submission Should here, Should we David? salute them? Uh, yeah, of course. Do we salute catch of the day or submissions? I think we do a little bit of everything, Dave. Right, I hear you. Who do we got? Who do you got for us today? Hello, boys in Twinovation Nation. How's it going? This is Enoch, proud member of the Rad Pack, calling in with a top-notch idea. Allow me to pose a question. What is the worst part about going to concerts? The people. Yeah, the people. That's right. It's buying tickets. If you're not on that website right after the tickets drop, there's a good chance that some scalper bought them, and you're going to have to go to a different website and pay a lot more to go see your favorite artist or show. Mm-hmm. So, what's my idea to help stop scalping? I actually don't have one. I'm here to get into the scalping business. Nice. But the bad part about concerts is that people like going to them, but if the price gets too high, they could just stay home, listening to the music on their phone. They don't have to go. But everyone has to die. That's right. We're scalping fucking graves. Mm. I'm sorry, sons and daughters and grandkids, but you're not getting an inheritance because your recently passed away grandma wants to be buried next to her husband of 50 years. 
and we bought up all the plots in this area oh, and jacked funny. up those prices. Mm. So she had to spend all of the savings she had just to get that plot. These old people want to be buried where they worked their whole lives, where they grew up and spent all their time. So it's going to be tough, but they're going to spend the money. And I know graves are expensive, and you got to buy a lot of them to get a monopoly in an area. So we're going to be going location by location. We're not going to buy everything at once. you got to pick a location, and then once those returns start coming in, you expand. And I'm proposing the first location to be Japan. They're not having kids like they used to. Their age is going higher and higher. They're getting old. And they are working long hours. That's good for two reasons. One, they've got the money. If we raise the prices, they're going to be able to pay for it because they worked all the time. And second, they're working so hard that they're they're working to death. They're dropping like flies, so they need to be buried. And lastly, that island is small. They don't. Have, they have way too many people on that island, so... If we buy up all the graves, there's not a whole lot of real estate to expand to make more graves. So they're going to have to buy the, the plots. That's so true. that's my first proposed location, Japan. Um, that's Q1, Q2, maybe even the first couple years. After that, we can expand as we see fit. But, uh, yeah, that's my idea. Um, last thing before I turn it over to you guys is the name. I'm going to be calling this Saver, Saver. Bought Your Plot. Oh, all right. Plot. Thanks, you guys, for taking the time to listen to this idea. I love the pod. Mm. Clap it out. Uh, that was dark, but I like where his head's out. Of, of course, the initial problems, like you did mention, were an insane upfront cost. Uh, yeah, what do you think plots cost these days, Ben? <laughs> I have no idea, but mm. since I've been home, um, I've taken my grandma to my grandfather's grave, and she already has a plot prepared. Mm-hmm. Do they buy them together? Do you know that? Um, it's a family one, so I think my great grandfather bought it, and then interesting. Yeah, I guess that's the question. Do families buy a large plot of land to secure it for future generations? Also, do the Japanese cremate? I feel like they might. Right. Yeah, I don't recall seeing too many uh, graveyards there. See, I actually think in terms of the death game. In terms of cremation or burial, I do mushroom soup. We're we're missing out on a big area, and that's taxidermy. Mm. I don't want my my wife dating or marrying someone else. You want to so be taxidermied? I want to be taxidermied right by the bed. <laughs> I don't hate that idea either. Right by the bed, but right just your should it be like um what are they the, when the like head mounted on, yeah. the, on the wall or you want I, I a wanna, full body? I you mean, want head I, or body? I mean, standing I, I, or? I would like to be standing maybe in like a grizzly bear attack position, mm, but like on good. sleeping giant uh, versus your wife's bedroom or in your wife's. I bedroom. would I would want it in the bedroom because you like, want to be inside versus outside. I want to be inside oh, yeah. here's he's catching a breeze at this point yeah i don't care about the, the breeze but he's i did but i do well, he's care looking over his wife though yeah i don't That's want <laughs> i don't want anyone coming she, like yeah she i, I don't want her dating anyone i'm sorry i'm selfish what does uh, your wife she... look like in this picture because of course you're not married right now or even engaged or huh. dating anyone as far as i know so paint a picture of your wife for the fans out there i think um and keep it pg you perv Five five, blonde hair and blue eyes. I like that. Uh, that's I a like little that. Aryan, don't you think, Ben? 
Nothing wrong with that, Dave. Eh, fair enough. I prefer them to be a little uh, uh, the the darker here. Um, maybe a uh, mixed race because I'm a uh, uh, I'm you know in, an, in I'm in an, I'm in an equal. What's it called? I'm in a mixed. I'm in an ethnic relationship. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. And so that's sort of when I'm sporting. <laughs> yeah. We can get back to the idea um, here I, a little bit, though. I like Ben's taxidermied idea as well. Um, regarding the plots, I think I think it's... I would call it standing up to death. Standing up to death. That's good. That's scary, Ben. But you like... <laughs> that's really more of a tagline stuff. to grave or saver. Yeah. Well, so the, I'm worried about, you know, some people tend to hang on for another decade. Are we sitting on a plot yeah, I, for longer than we need? Uh, and do you have to, you kind of have to scout out how how the significant you need a lot of boots doing. on the ground. Yeah, you do need boots on the ground. You need to know. You need to go to those like, those like convalescent homes mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like figure out and then like have brochures like pick your plot, pick your plot. Right. Oh, yeah. Because you need to know. Yeah. If you're buying the land and you don't, you don't want to sit on it forever, right? Because right. it, it doesn't make any profit unless people are going on the ground. Mm -hmm. What you need is you need salesmen at those places. Yeah. That's, you need that's an insect overhead, guy. though. I don't like that type of overhead. You know, you need an AI to take over this operation. Mm -hmm. And I'm also worried about the future of medicine. People will be living longer in the next 20 years. Um, they say the first immortal is already alive. Really? The first baby immortal. Well, maybe 150 years, but immortal is, is a little intense, but I think maybe a thousand years they're saying. Baby Damien? Baby but, Damien. Uh, Damien. Uh, Jeff Diego, baby Diego. Baby that's what Diego. it is. <laughs> what is that? That's from uh, <laughs> the Children of Men. Oh, interesting. The baby Diego died. Do we have, uh, was that our first one of voicemail? Yeah, I believe it was. Are you guys in for that or out? I think it is, it's way too much capital. And I, yeah, and I can't. I agree. He's literally um, digging holes to put his money in the ground. So I'm out on both fronts. But I do like. Um, how complete the pitch was. Yes. It, it, it was a well done pitch. Um, but again, I think as Dave said, it's too much capital. And I would like to point out though, that the scalper on the secondary ticket markets, it comes to a point where the day before the prices drop. So his idea that the it's cost too much. Mm -hmm. It's all about timing. It's like the stock market. If you, if you get in on three weeks before the tickets are going to be high. Right, so you're saying he has to be committing murders for it to be profitable? I was just talking about the buying of concert tickets in uh, general. Of course. Right. So was I. <laughs> you guys ready for the next? Thing? Absolutely. Let's hear it. Yo, Wonder Twins. This is Sebastian from Forest Hills, NYC, your, your friendly neighborhood spider scientist. That Ooh. is right. Spider-Man is part of the Twinovation Nation. I'm here to pitch kind of a pivot or maybe even a springboard from this week's Safe-Shuary Cities idea. Huh. Now, you guys almost had it when you were talking about what the worst part about deer are. And it's kind of that they're eating your gardens, but they're also eating our nation's forests. So there's a ton of scientific research saying that deer are destroying all the baby trees and flowers that would normally rise up and be part of the next generation of plant life. And we have so many deer that our forests are actually dying. So what I'm pitching is something that actually doesn't save the deer, but it helps us get rid of them. 
and it's two products that work really well together. The right. first is a line of car armor, or what I'm calling carmer, which is shields and like spikes on the front of your car Ooh, that yeah, make it so that when you I hit a deer, so. the deer gets totaled, but your car is fine. And that way, we can reduce the number of deer in the forest, and our forests are going to be better. Your hikes are going to be wonderful. You're going to see wildlife that you've never seen before. It's going to be crazy. But we also want to protect the little guys, the possums, the foxes that are doing good work. So we're going to make these things called bio-bridges, and this is an idea that has also had a lot of research done on it, and it works. You make these little kind of tree, shrub-covered bridges over highways, and the little guys can get across, and we're going to make them small enough so that the deer can't get in, but all your possums are safe. And then the deer get on the highway, you take them out with the karmer, and <laughs> boom, our ecosystem is functioning again, and it appeals to America's love for mindless violence. So everyone's happy. Um, I just want to say thanks for listening. Uh, stay scheming and stay dreaming. Very nice. And I'm looking forward to the next episode. Take care. Yes, I love it. I'm, I would actually like to make a quick pivot from the um, karma. Right. Um, sort of a, a deer spear, if mm. you will, to preserve that, mm. that meat. All right. That's so you're very gonna, good. Yes. So the deer spear will kill it, but spear it onto the front of your car. And that way, um, you, you know, save that good meat. You save the good meat. Uh, ideally, you're going to want to aim for those um, head, heart, and maybe the hind leg. But you really want the head or the heart to be a part. Right. Of and one does, of the, does this articulate or does it? Maybe you know, we grill you on there too. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> like a panini. <laughs> <laughs> the deer spear, Dave. That is top-notch stuff there. There's a little juice bucket at the bottom, I guess. For the blood? <laughs> you want to keep know, the blood? That's how, you, I, I, that's how you baste it. I would like to know how opossums are doing good work, because those things are just do annoying. do good work because they eat ticks, I believe. Ah. And, and I believe the deer spreads the tick. Mm, yeah, so the, they're stopping ticks, Lyme yeah. disease. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would imagine this little overpass would be, like, um, short. So the mm. critters could get under, under the highway. Nah, maybe over the highway is what he was saying. Right, but you might be better off. Like almost on the side of the bridge, they should have like a little walkway for the little critters. I mean, the deer taken over. We thought it was going to be the apes. It's the deer. It is the deer. Um, and they get away with their devilishly good looks. Jeff and I are are not afraid to say we are both physically and emotionally attracted to the animals. <laughs> Uh, so ben. Bambi must have been traumatic for you guys. I actually have never seen Bambi, and I think it's because I know what happened. I'll give you the hint that the hunter kills the mom. Ben, if there was an animal, if it were legal, of course, and there's an animal, who's your go-to? Species. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> probably a clam for your little clam cock, folks. Oh, That's sure. the episode, uh, <laughs> and we're going to go right around the horn. <laughs> It's Mulio's Babulio's birthday, so that's what we're doing this weekend. Ben, we hope you can join us if you can take a break from the mudslinging. Um, uh, uh, any plans for this weekend other than that, boys? Ben, any final words you want to say as, as uh, the grizzliest with the most chiseliest beard? As a 
longtime listener, first time guest. Yeah. Um, it's I, everything you thought it would be in the last. It's everything I thought it would be and so much more. Is, um, and is your mother, Romy, still a listener? My mother, Romy, is still a listener and supporter of both of you guys. She oh, finds you guys hilarious. I don't, I don't notice her on the Patreon, so what's up with that, Romy? She can barely use a computer, let alone... Romy uh, doesn't get enough credit for she, teaching Dwayne Johnson in third grade. Is mm-hmm. that correct, Ben? Um, she was not Dwayne Johnson's teacher. It was Brenda Bullock, but she was in the school when The Rock was there. So cool. He got his autograph early. Who did? Mm. Does Rome? she? She did. Oh, I, yeah. She got his autograph when he was in third grade. He was 6'6 six, six in third grade. Dave. He was. They all just knew. He's going to be a star. A star is born in Hamden. You know who was the uh, the one of the other biggest people to come out of Hamden? The W-E-L-I man, Ben. Who is he? Oh, God. What's his name? The drug addict. Uh, uh, Glenn Beck. Also uh, was a, a big Hamden heroin addict. Uh, no, he's cleaned up his act a little bit. I don't think so. Uh, he poses everything as a question so he can get away with saying hateful stuff. And do yeah. you think you're, you could kind of take over those reins, Dave? Be a, a Beck character yourself? Yeah, maybe I'll do... Uh, ben, would you like to team up and do some type of political podcast with me? Um, Absolutely. The, the race is heating up. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to think of a name for it. Uh, as the election booth turns. Ooh, you're a little bit wordy with your titles, though. I am, I am. Uh, You're you're more of a tagline guy, which I don't hate, because, you know, Jeff's a title guy. Um, Jeff, can you think of... uh any sort of uh, uh, what about uh like grizzly and goliath podcast the patriot mm. cast patriot cast um ooh, ooh, how about not your mama's podcast not That's your mama's podcast um folks we're gonna wrap it up uh we are throwing a surprise party for mulio um mark happy birthday we wish you the happy best happy birthday marky happy birthday Marky. Uh, and as always ben Stay scheming and stay dreaming. Walking out the door, robbing their bank, got the chauffeur, make some more birds. Now an open crew, saw the name with two dudes for innovation. I owe you. That was a HeadGum Podcast.